Hello and welcome to the Peter Mackay Motorsport Podcast. Thank you very much indeed for tuning into this episode. Today we are going to talk about last weekend's event in Mexico for the round of the World Rally Championship. Now, um, the Rally Mexico was one of very, very few motorsport events to go ahead last weekend due to the ongoing um, coronavirus uh, pandemic. And in fact, instead of the normal three-day format, um, Friday, Saturday and Sunday, that we're used to with uh, World Rallies, uh, unfortunately, on the on the Saturday, the decision was taken between the FIA and the rally organisers to cancel running on the Sunday uh, and send all of the team uh, and crews uh, home early to to protect them before many countries go into um, lockdown. But um, we were still treated to some brilliant rallying action, which brought some much-needed smiles to the faces of us rally fans in this very difficult time. So, what did we see at Rally Mexico? Well, uh, if you listened to our uh, preview show before uh, Rally Mexico, you'll remember that road position was the big key factor with Rally Mexico because the ra- Rally in Mexico uh, is based on gravel roads uh, with a v- with a very nice grippy surface uh, underneath, but on top of that grippy surface is a very loose gravel and a little bit of sand as well. And what happens is, depending on the order that you go into the stage, that dramatically affects the grip that you have available uh, to you when driving down the, the stage. So in world rallying, the cars will go off in roughly three or four minute intervals each, depending on the rally. Uh, and the first car on the road will effectively act as a bit of a street sweeper for the cars running behind. And the further further behind in the order you are and for your starting position the more of an advantage that you will have so in world rally the championship leader is always the driver who opens up the road at the next rally so elvin evans although delighted to be leading the world rally championship for the first ever time after uh, the rallies in monte carlo and in sweden unfortunately he was the guy who had to open the road. But actually, Elvin Evans um, performed incredibly well in these completely unfamiliar circumstances. Opening the road, being the first on the road, being the sweeper is a skill that somebody like Sebastian Ogier has developed over uh, probably over a 100 rallies he will have started first on the road. Um, so he's very much developed that skill of what it's like to drive and clean the road for, for, for everybody else. And Elvin Evans did very well. He knew he wasn't going to be challenging for the for the overall victory, but he knew he just had to get through, uh, get through the event and score as many points as possible and limit the damage. And that's exactly what he did. And there are two reasons for that. One, his his driving style, but also the reliability of his Toyota Yaris WRC, which we'll come on to uh, shortly. So, who did we see on the top step of the podium? Uh, on Saturday after the the conclusion of Rally Mexico. Well, it was a return of the six-time World Rally Champion, Sebastian Ogier. After last year, his first, after winning six, uh, six world titles in a row, last year was the first season in a long, long time where he didn't come out at the end of the year as 
World Rally Champion and he was knocked off of his throne by Estonian Oit Tanak, winning his first ever World Rally Championship. And Sebastian Ogier had a very difficult season last year, really struggling to get to grips with the fickle uh, and difficult Citroen C3 WRC. And with his departure from the team, um, Citroen also departed the sport as, as well. But this year, he's in at Toyota. Um, apparently, this is to be his last season in the World Rally Championship. So it's now or never if he wants to add one more title to his count uh, before retiring from the sport and he's moved over to the Toyota team to give himself the best possible chance of doing so. Sebastian Auger, the Frenchman, he's had a, a pretty steady start to the season with solid performances uh, both in uh, Monte Carlo and in Sweden but in Sweden actually being knocked off the podium by his teenage teammate Kali Rovenpera into fourth position. So. Coming into Mexico, he came on into the event third on the road, still obviously relatively um, far up the road order, but having Thierry Neuville in second and, and um, Elvin Evans in the lead in front of him did give him a little bit of an edge over those two competitors. And he drove a classic Sebastian Ogier rally. Went, went quickly when he needed to, to, to go, but so relentlessly consistent, making very, very few mistakes and getting the best, maximising the situation in front of him. That he, Mexico has very much been a happy hunting ground for the Frenchman uh, in, in his career. He now has six wins at Rally Mexico in four different brands of cars. So he won in the little Volkswagen Polo, he won in the M Sport Ford Fiesta, he won in the Citroen C3, one of the few events he won in the Citroen C3, and now in the Toyota Yaris. Quite extraordinary achievement, improving just how much the driver makes a difference in the World Rally Championship. And in doing so, he goes into the next round of the championship, wherever that might be, uh, in the lead of the championship race. With 62 points, he leads his Toyota teammate Elvin Evans by just 8 points, with Elvin Evans on 54, and title rival Thierry Neuville uh, in third place on 42 points. Now, let's go back to, to Mexico, the, the, the rally finishing order. So we had Sebastian Ogier winning the rally, and 27.8 seconds further back was Estonian Oit Tanak, finishing second for the second time in a row. So very much steadying the ship after his horrific accident in the first round at Monte Carlo. So very much steadying the ship and climbing back towards the top of the leaderboard. In third, it was a, a very solid podium finish from Temo Sunanen, who finished only just about 10 sec 10.1 seconds behind Tanak, closing out the podium. So Temo Sunanen will be absolutely delighted to get himself onto the podium uh, and, and, and have a good finish and a good, a good result. And it was brilliant to see him, uh, to see him doing that. It also gave his M Sport team something to smile about after his teammate Esapeka Lapi was involved in a terrible fire. Um, uh, Esapeka Lapi and his co-driver Yanni Farm had to actually sprint out of their car 
as it engulfed in flames, and unfortunately, there was absolutely nothing to be salvaged from that Ford Fiesta WRC. So the only thing they might have saved in that situation is the freight cost of shipping the car back to uh, back to Cockermouth, but um, a very unfortunate situation indeed. And actually, Hesapekalapi was was running relatively relatively well in the rally as well. So. Teemo Sunanen um, definitely took advantage of his road position. Because he was starting much further back in the field, he was able to take advantage of that, um, of being further back and, of course, having a grippier surface in front of him. Elvin Evans, he came in in fourth position, um, a minute and 13 seconds behind uh, Sebastian Ogier, but did what he needed to do, got the car to the finish and scored a bag full of points to keep himself right in the hunt for the championship. And then hats off to Cali Rovenpera. The teenager, Finnish teenager, son of Harry Rovenpera, has been so impressive so far in his World Rally Championship career. In fact, in World in WRC 2, the junior category, the kind of feeder category for the World Rally Championship. Cali Rovenpera was developing a reputation for being very, very fast, but he crashed a lot. He had a lot of a lot of quite big accidents and sort of left a question mark over him whether he was mature enough to make that big step up into a World Rally car and to compete in the World Rally Championship. But he has silenced those critics almost immediately with a fantastic top five finish in Monte Carlo, a very, very difficult event to master, so a very good finish there, beating Sebastian Ogier toe-to-toe in Sweden to get onto the podium, and then finishing in fifth in Mexico. Quite a difficult event, and um, starting fourth on the road, again, a very difficult place to start, being relatively up far up the, the road order. So he actually, Cali Rovenpera now sits in fourth in the championship on 40 points. He is within a rally win of the leader of Sebastian Ogier sitting on 62 points. So Tommy Mackin and Team Boss of the Toyota Gazoo Racing Team, he will be absolutely delighted with his haul of points in Mexico and the performance of all three of his drivers so far. So We've sort of talked about the, the, the drivers, now we need to talk about teams. And of course, the two big teams in the World Rally Championship right now are Hyundai and Toyota. Both of these manufacturers are investing colossal amounts of money to, it with an absolutely no excuse, we must win policy. Um, dropping nothing um, to, 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 uh, to claim victory. Um Toyota and Hyundai, though, they're approaching this this puzzle to, 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 to success in two very different ways. Toyota, for this year, have rolled the dice. Tom, Tommy Mackin and the team manager really rolled the dice and gone with a completely new driver lineup. So, employing Sebastian Ogier, Elvin Evans, and Cali Rovenpera. And, of course, Cali Rovenpera being a rookie driver uh, as well. So, you need, out of your three cars, you need two cars to score points for the championship. Uh, and if you only have one, then you only have one finishing. And in the case of Hyundai, that was exactly what happened to them. Hyundai, they're approaching this this problem in another way. Hyundai have two permanent drivers. They have Oit Tanak and they have Thierry Neuville. Now, in their third car... That third car is rotated amongst a few different drivers. So in Monte Carlo, 
We saw Sebastian Loeb driving the car, being a Monte Carlo specialist. In Sweden, we saw Craig Breen. And uh, in Mexico, we had Danny Sordo. Now, Danny Sordo is an absolutely fantastic driver on gravel, particularly in events like Mexico. And of course, coming back to that road position, and this is the key tactic, you see, because because Danny Sordo is a, only a temporary driver, of course, by not um, he, the, Mexico is of course his first um, championship event, and therefore his championship points total is zero. Therefore, he starts at the very back of the road order. Therefore, he has, in theory, the fastest road to go down because he's had all the rest of the cars in the field have all gone down the stage and swept the road one after the other leaving all that lovely grip for him to come in and deploy uh, with his speed as well. Now that is a very clever strategy, it's perfectly within the rules. Tommy Mackinnon, the team manager at Toyota has commented that it's not sporting but it's perfectly within the rules and Hyundai are exploiting those rules very well. However, and it's the biggest however, and this is something that there will be two very different atmospheres in the Hyundai camp and the Toyota camp as they left Mexico. Because Toyota, last in the last couple of years, they've had a very, very fast rally car, arguably the fastest rally car in the world. But they had a very fragile rally car, a car that kept having mechanical failures kept retiring from rallies and dropping huge amount of points. We saw Oit Tanak last year because he was lucky that he had so much extra pace in hand that he was able to score the points on the rallies that he finished. But the amount of rallies that he didn't finish last year because of technical issues was incredible. The year before, you could easily have made a case for him winning the title in 2018 as well if it weren't for so many mechanical failures. Now, that's always been the Achilles heel with Toyota. This year, it looks like they've very much answered those problems. Hyundai, however, Hyundai had an absolute disaster in Mexico from a reliability point of view because I mean Mexico is always always a rally of attrition it's always a rally where you you'll get punctures from hitting rocks you it's a it's you know there's often there's often quite a few accidents in Mexico but the high temperatures the high altitude puts incredible stress on the machine and often causes mechanical gremlins to appear and unfortunately that is exactly what happened with Hyundai. In the very early stages of, on the Friday morning, on the first day with uh, Danny Sordo, he had a, a string of mechanical failures, eventually stop, uh, causing him to have to stop out on the stage and he was out of the rally. So this was this was Hyundai's ace card that had been that had just been lost. It was, it was com deemed completely useless, this ace card in the form of Danny Sordo running at the end of the road order and looking to bag big points or even the rally win for Hyundai. So that was the first disaster. Then Thierry Neuville, who was pushing so hard to keep himself up the front, having the start second on the road, he was really having to compensate for that unadvantageous uh, road position. And unfortunately for Thierry, he suffered a very, very similar issue with his Hyundai i20, causing him causing the car to fail completely and to have terminal damage. Therefore, yeah, he scored absolutely no points uh, at 
um, uh, in at Mexico Rally. So it was only Tanak the Estonian who brought home points for Hyundai and the result is that Toyota now have a commanding lead in the manufacturer's world title which is so so important for these manufacturers. Now Talking about road cars, now this is very, very exciting because it's been a long time since we could actually draw a direct link from World Rally Championship to um, to a road car product. The last, probably the last proper um, link from a, a road car to a rally car would be the Subaru Impreza WRX STI. That would be the last genuine connection you could make. In the past, we saw some fantastic connections from rally um, to, to road cars. We had the Lancia Delta Integrale, we had the Audi Quattro, we had the Ford Escort RS Cosworth, we had the Mitsubishi Evo, and so on and so on. Now, it looks like with these two big manufacturers that are involved in the sport, Toyota and Hyundai, it looks like we're going to come into an era where that connection is drawn back again because Toyota have now opened the order books for their Toyota Yaris um, Gazoo Racing Edition. So this is a car that's been built on a completely different platform with a four-wheel, it's a four-wheel drive Yaris, three-door with a special three-cylinder turbo engine um, with big, big power for, a, I think, about 260 horsepower for a three-cylinder engine. It looks an amazing little bit of kit and it's so cool that that car has been built specifically to help with the rally car so the dimensions of it everything has been built around that car to help for the the world rally but Hyundai rumored it's not been confirmed yet but it's strongly rumored that Hyundai will do a very similar thing with their i20 and and re release an i20 coupe N edition, which is their kind of motorsport um, performance brand, which is brilliant to see. It's excellent that we're going to see, um, and hopefully that will create a new bit of spice and a new bit of interest in the sport as this Toyota and Hyundai rivalry begins to build, which is just brilliant to, to, to see that happening. Unfortunately, it's not particularly clear when uh, when we are likely to see the next round of the World Rally Championship. Unfortunately, we'll just have to to, to be patient and, and wait and see. But in the meantime, there won't be a stop in rally content here on the Peter Mackay Motorsport Podcast. We've got a number of episodes lined up to talk about all things rallying, past and present in the meantime. So do stay tuned um, for, um, for those episodes. Before I go, please don't forget to um, to uh, like, follow, share, subscribe to our show. If you subscribe to our show via the Podbean app, you'll be automatically entered into a competition to win a pair of lovely, comfy, heeltread.com motorsport-inspired socks. So don't forget to subscribe on there and keep your eyes peeled for the competition winners on our Facebook page, which is the Peter Mackay Motorsport Podcast, on our Twitter, which is at Mackay Podcast, and Instagram, which is at Peter Mackay Motorsport. Thank you very much for listening, and I look forward to speaking to you again very soon. <laughs>